This is the Visionary Podcast. Hey, Gracie. What's up, Big Lens? <laughs> We're back with another episode of the Visionary Podcast. Uh, missed you all last week and happy to be back. So today I'm joined with the one and only Gracie Martin. What's up, guys? Um, Gracie, how are you? How's it going? I'm doing pretty well. Uh-huh. It's like a nice Friday morning, no class. I already got my PT done with. Yeah. It's a good day. We got Crimson Madness later. Crimson Madness. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Huge Crimson Madness day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did you have Crimson Madness when you were here? As a freshman, we'll get into that later, but did you have that? Um, I can't remember, because I left, I left school. I left school, actually, today. Oh, my god! Two years ago. Wow. Um, what a so, turnaround. I know, right? I'm like, this is my longest time at college, being okay. <laughs> um, it's been weird in the past, because it's just been, like, the men. Um, and then we joined one year, and it was, like, a little, like, weird equity-wise. Uh-huh. Um, but I think this is the first year where, like, the chemistry is going to be good between, like, the men and the women. I know. I love um, our men's team. Yeah, I know. We're, I like, agree. super tight with our men's team now. Um, but, yeah, I think it'll be fun for sure. Be a good showing. Yeah. I think we honestly rallied the troops. Like, oh, yeah. I think, I, think, I, think, I think we'll get a good turnout. I mean, we'll see tonight, but. I know. Um, anyways, yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so I think for this episode, like, you came up to me, you're like, bro, like, come have me on your podcast um and I know you've like gone through a lot obviously like more than a lot of people I know have gone through um especially with regards to injury and the process of injury recovery yeah so yeah what made you want to come on um honestly when I heard Big Lens is doing our podcast I listened to the one with Elle which was very good um and I was like okay I'll had like some I'll had like a ton to bring to the table and Mm -hmm. I was like okay I think I have like some like injury recovery like um strength through that and like just like persistence and so I was like oh I I should go on the podcast definitely to start out I kind of want to share this quote um do you want to read it, or do you want me to read it? I would this, love to read it. I love how it's it's in. Cool. I know. I love how it's in. Like um, instead of like the man in the, the arena, uh-huh. it's like the woman in the arena. Yeah. No. Literally, because <clears throat> basically, it's so hard to hear the message. Like when the message isn't for you. I know. Like I say I know, this all know, the time, and I'm like, I know. Every motivational video, it's like, okay, like he's so like tough. He's so or, yeah. I'm or just like, like this does not apply like well to me. Yeah. But, no. Yeah. I. I completely agree. Okay, so this goes, it's from Teddy Roosevelt here. It's the woman in the arena, and it says, it is not the critic who counts, not the woman who points out how the strong woman stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the woman who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends herself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if she fails, at least she fails while daring greatly. Yeah. Snaps. Absolutely. Sick. I love that quote. Yeah. 
What? So I remember you bringing this quote out to me one time when we had some Zoom and like team bonding and stuff. Um, what does this quote bring up? It like resonates a lot with me. Mm -hmm. um, like one, like if you're in the arena, people outside the arena who like are on your path, like their opinion doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like so, so I think I went through that a lot in high school. Like not everyone was on the same path. Like. I come from a small town in Maine, and I love it. It was, like, very blue-collar. Um, but you could kind of get up and, like, caught up in that, like, small-town vibe. Yeah. Um, and I love my, like, I love it. But not everyone was, like, on the same path to, like, try to play Division One basketball. Like, and that's with, like, everywhere you go, really. Mm. So, like, I kind of, like, had to stay focused and, like, not listen to, like, outside voices, like, besides people who were, like, in my arena. Um, and then when it talks about failure, um, it's like, um, if she fails, she fails while dealing, daring greatly. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like been a lot of my life, especially injury wise. Yeah. Like whenever I've gotten hurt, it's been when I think I'm at my best, but like, like, I think like God has another plan for me or like just in <laughs> yeah. general, um, like there's a different route to take, um, that was meant for me. So Whenever I, like, plan for something, it's, like, that quote where um, it's, like, when you have a plan, like, like God laughs at you mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and says, like, no, this is my plan for you. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think that quote kind of, like, involves, like, two factors that I'm, like, a strong believer in. So mm -hmm. I think it's great. Yeah, that's awesome. I yeah. think that's just a great quote that it brings up a lot of things that I don't think people realize, like, about how you can fit like daring greatly to me and what we can talk about Brene Brown later yeah but just that concept of like daring to like even push yourself to the point of failure mm -hmm. or like push yourself to the limits and give 110 percent and be okay with you still failing in that time mm -hmm. like whether failure means just like losing a game or like tearing an ACL yeah the same time absolutely and yeah I when I when I read that book, Darren Greatly, that was like that. That's the quote that she uses, mm -hmm. um, and I've kind of like carried that along with me through my journey. Cause it's like, when I fail, like when I tore my second, like my other ACL, like I was like Darren Greatly. I was like in the best place. I was yeah. very strong. Yeah. Um, and I failed. But, like, I had to learn, like, that's okay. Like, obviously, the day that it happened, I was pissed. Like, mm -hmm. just completely mad at the world. And I think that's important. Like, you have to flesh those, like, emotions out um, to be okay. Um, but ultimately, like, I was like, okay. Like, I gave my best. Just like in anything. Like, midterms are this week. Yeah. Um, and, like, obviously, Harvard midterms are, like, so different from high school. And I was talking to my mom, and I was like... I, like, studied as hard as I could. Like, I feel really good about, uh -huh. like, what I did to prepare. And, like, even if I do bad, like, I'm just like, I couldn't do much more than that, you know? Yeah. So I think that's yeah. important, that concept. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's kind of dive into the backstory behind all this so that our listeners can kind of, yeah, you know, know, get I feel like I keep mentioning things. On the full, on the full Gracie Martin, but no, well, that's amazing. But, okay, so... Let's just start, like, growing up, like, why basketball and, like, who or what, like, made you choose basketball? Okay. Because you're still fighting for that today. Yeah. Like, that's the reason, like, you're you're fighting to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's almost, like, growing up for me, it, yes, it was, like, like, why basketball is the question, 
but I think it's important, like, why not, like, other sports? Because I played, like, softball, I played volleyball, I played football growing up, (laughs) Um, yeah, I played soccer, like, just, like, I play golf now, like, I played a ton of other sports, Um, and, like, I love sports in general, and I'm very competitive, and, like, when I start something, like, I want to be the best at it. Um, which can be a blessing and a curse, especially when you're a divisional athlete. You can get distracted by other sports. But yeah. I think ultimately basketball was, like, um, kind of, like, my, like, the right pace for me. Like, I loved softball. And we were, like, I fl- I've played more softball in my life than basketball. And I think that had, like, a huge, like, part of my life. Like, my dad, I, I remember he would, like, sit on a bucket and I would just, like, pitch to him, pitch to him, pitch to him. So, like... He, and, like, I won a state championship with my sister. Um, she was playing third. I was playing short um, in softball for high school. So softball was, like, a huge part of my life. Mm-hmm. And so I had to put that down um, my, after my freshman year, after we went to states. Um, and it definitely broke my dad's heart a little bit. Yeah. And, my, and my mom's. Like, my mom was, like, fully invested. Yeah. But they knew that basketball was, like, my sport. Like, I was more invested in it. Um, it was quicker. Um, it felt more competitive to me. It's just a physical sport. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I, I I think it came from me just like loving basketball a little bit more than any other sport. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What do you love about basketball? Um, it's a loaded question. I, it totally is. Honestly, when I think about like basketball and other sports, um, I love the chemistry. Like our team is so close mm-hmm. this year, and like. There's, like, such, like, a culture of basketball, just, like, being in the gym, like, putting up shots, like, loud music. Like, I just love that. And, like, just, like, the locker room, like, we're all so close. And what I love about basketball is it's so competitive, it's so physical, and it's it's such a team sport. Um, And, like, I love being a leader in the sport, um, but I love how it's, like, a team sport. And, like, in order to have success, like, you need your teammates by your side. Like, in something like yeah. softball, it's, like, you up at bat. Like, it's only you, basically. A lot of like, it's just a different yeah. dynamic. Um, and I think my personality is just, like, really jives well with basketball, as does, like, everyone else's on the team. So, <laughs> yeah. All right, so when did you commit to Harvard? I committed, I think Lola and I committed, like, back to back okay I committed August before my senior year so it was pretty late okay really yeah it was very late gotcha how is the process leading up to that like what did did Um, you go through anything crazy like did anything happen I know recruiting yeah recruiting like it's not what everyone like puts out to be like the like glory and like all like recruiting um and I only like really got recruited for two years I joined like AAU seriously I was on firecrackers um going into my sophomore year so I was like only really doing AAU for two years Mm -hmm. so it, it almost felt like more of a timeline like pressure wise like my teammates had been recruited since like seventh eighth grade so it was good. I really enjoyed recruiting. Um, it definitely could get stressful at times, um, but I think in those times, like, it was good. Like, my parents were very involved in the process, and, like, my sister was to kind of, like, calm me down. But I think that what was different about Harvard is just, like, you step on campus, and, like, you know the feeling. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's like, different from any other place. Yeah. And 
and you get that balance. Like, I know everyone says it, but it's so true. Like, basketball doesn't, like, overpower, like, school or your social life. Um, so I think it was, like, the perfect fit for me. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So what's the timeline, like, between, like, your injuries and, like, committing and then um, – Obviously, like, your second injury was, like, really recent. Yeah. Um, right after we were in Boston together. But do you want to kind of, like, go through, like, yeah, the time? Yeah, absolutely. So, I was just coming off of my, like, senior season of basketball. We had just ended. Um, and I was in this all-star game, and I was super pumped because mm-hmm. my high school team was pretty weak. So, I got to play with, like, all, like, the best players in Maine, which were some of my teammates that play D1 now. Right. Um and so it was just like in the beginning of the game like jump ball and like someone just like lobbed it up to me in the middle and I caught it and I went to jump stop and my knee just like gave out and I was like that was really weird (laughs) I was like this like does not like it was like shocking it didn't really hurt me I didn't hear like the like snapping sound that people hear yeah um but so that happened I went to the clinic and my trainer um told me that I had torn my ACL, which was, like, obviously very devastating. And so I ended up tearing my ACL on my meniscus in my left knee. had surgery probably three weeks later, late March. I was just rehabbing until I got to Harvard in, like, late August. Um, and so obviously I couldn't play. I was about, like, four or five months out. And I got to school, and it was going well. I mean, it was, it was very... I think I was very stressed in general about the rehab and just, like, the transition. Um, And so that stress kind of became a little physical. Um, (laughs) And so I ended up getting really sick uh, with, like, an autoimmune uh, disease called ulcerative colitis. And so I had to kind of step away from school for a year, get Mm -hmm. better. Um, I I got an internship. And then I was all set and ready to go to school. COVID was obviously a thing, and everyone was like, oh, yeah, last-minute gap year. And I was like, sure, I'll take my like, second gap year. Yeah. Um, Why did so, you want a gap? Um, I think, honestly, I knew we probably weren't going to have a season. I was still kind of – my recovery was kind of delayed because of the colitis thing. So I was like, I want to just get as best as like I could possibly be and mm-hmm. before I go. Um, and so then I was just like rehabbing. I was able to play again. It was great. The year the year off was like tough. I won't lie. Like when you're at home and not around your friends, like yeah. it's tough on everyone. Um, and then I was having some knee pain um, in that same knee. And so in March of this year, March twenty twenty one. I just had, like, a little scope surgery um, Mm -hmm. to clean up scar tissue, and a little bit of my meniscus was torn, so they just shaved some of that off. And so it was just, like, a two-month recovery. Just a slight (laughs) slight two-month Two-month recovery. Um, But I think recovery went well. I was, like, it, it didn't get rid of all the pain, but I think I got a lot stronger. But it was tough. I thought it was tougher than I thought. Like, that little thing. Mm-hmm. But I was feeling really good. Um, like, in that going into summer, I was, like, as strong as I had ever been. Blah, blah, blah. You know, the deal. No, yeah, you were And beast. then and I came to Boston. Yeah. And, um, For the weekend. 
um, who else? North, like all our friends. It was yeah. so fun, and it got me so excited for school. Yeah, me too. And I got home, went to a workout, and tore my other ACL. <laughs> um, just so, like unbelievable. Like, I, like I just something. like it's it. It's honestly, it's not even funny, but it makes me laugh because it's like it doesn't it doesn't make me laugh, but it's like makes me laugh out of kind of like I was like. I didn't know what to think. Yeah. Like, at this point, I'm like, wow, that's just very annoying that that happened. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, definitely, a, like, yeah, I'm all set, ready to go for school, like, in the best place I had been, and then, boom, like, it, everything just changes. Mm-hmm. So, I, same thing, like, my strength trainer meets me at the clinic again, does the test. He's like, yeah, you tore your other ACL. And so I had surgery two and a half weeks later, which is a really good turnaround time. Like, I'm lucky to have, like, the connections. So I had torn my ACL and my meniscus again. And so here we in the other day. So we're all evened out now. Um, but body's in alignment. <laughs> body's in alignment. Uh, <laughs> so I came back to school. I'm going to um, physical therapy at Mass General, and which is very good. Um, I think that's it's been like great. Like honestly, when I initially tore my ACL, I was so pissed. I was like, I'm never playing basketball again. Like I'm like, I've had four surgeries. Like I had a little one my freshman year of high school, yeah. just like cartilage. Um, and I was like, I've had four knee surgeries, two surgeries on both knees. I'm like, I said to my dad, I'm like, I don't think I can play again. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't think, he's like, just wait. Um, like, just just wait, just hold on, I promise he'll get back. And like, when someone says that to you, like, it's obviously like, no, like, I'm, yeah. I was like, I cannot play again. Mm-hmm. But like, just like coming here, um, like just going to PT here and like, they're so good that, that my physical therapist, Rachel, like, she's just given me so much hope that I'll play again. Mm-hmm. And, like, initially, like, I think how I dealt with things and how I deal with a lot of things is, like, when I am, like, overthinking about something, like, initially was, like, am I going to play basketball again? Yeah. Am I going to play? Am I going to play? Am I going to play? I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to play. And you obviously, you default to the oh my God, worst yeah. scenario. I, like, you default to the easiest scenario. Yeah. Which, it wouldn't be the easiest scenario, but, like, it's hard to, like, come back from that and play again without being, like, oh, my God, am I going to turn my ACL again? Yeah. And then I'm, I'm like, how many tests am I going to get? Yeah. Like, you know? Um, so what I do a lot is I'm, like, I put a date in my calendar in April, which will be eight, nine months out of surgery. And I'm, like, I got to get this out of my head. I'm going to give it a deadline, which I do with oh, a lot of things. Okay. I'm, like, I got to wait till April. I'll be in a better place strength-wise. I'll have a better, like, hold on, like, how my knees are doing. I'm going to give it a deadline. I'll decide then. Like, just so I can, like, I just, like, push push it off. Yeah. Which, like, some people can view as, like, avoidance. And I'm, like, no, like, that's just, like, how I need to cope. To, like, like I need to it. focus on me. And I don't need, I, I was, like, I need to focus on my body, like, for the rest of my life and not just basketball. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I need my knees. Like, my left knee still isn't the same. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm rehabbing both my knees right now. So, yeah, I think I'm in a good place. Like, it's hard, like, just sitting out. 
um, in practice and just, like, watching you guys play. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, trying to be the best teammate possible and just, like, look outside of myself. Yeah. But, like, sometimes it's hard just, like, sitting there. Um, yeah. But I think, I think I'm doing a good job with it. Yeah. And, like, obviously my family, my sister, and, like, you guys are, like, just, like, getting me through it, so. Yeah. I know, I was just just talking about this with Kennedy, and I was like, you and, like, Gracie, you guys are so engaged on the sideline that Mm -hmm. it's like you are still, like, very much so Mm -hmm. a huge, like, part of the team, like, a huge factor in our energy Mm -hmm. and our intensity. Yeah. Even just, like, hearing you, like, out of the, like, background um, in drills and stuff. Yeah, Um, I agree. I think it's really interesting how you brought up setting a deadline and like making a date like a mental date in your head or like actually like writing it down and having a date um for certain things because that's kind of like another side of like goal setting in Mm -hmm. a way but that is very much so more long term and when you go through really shitty times and really hard things Mm -hmm. you need to also have that like long-term vision in a way like Mm -hmm. when do you start doing that and like I um, think I really I think I like naturally did it Mm -hmm. Um, and at first it was, like, more of a, like, I'm stressed and I need to, like, throw something long-term. And, like, I need to get it out, get it out, get it out. And then I realized that it can be, like, applicable to really anything. Mm -hmm. Like, people, like, jobs, like, just anything, really. Like, when I was in my year off and I was going through my internship and I was like, okay, like, I feel like I've definitely gotten what I needed. Like I've connected well with the company, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I feel like I can like contribute more. Yeah. And so like, I gave myself a deadline and I was like, I, if I don't, if I don't move up in the company or like start doing something different that will like benefit both me and the company in like a better way, mm-hmm. I'm gonna find a new job. Yeah. Like just like things like that. I'm like, yeah. I'll give it a deadline. Um, and so with my knee, like, I just, it needed to happen. Like, I was just think I was, like, thinking so much. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to play, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so I was like, April. It's in my calendar right now on my phone. Like, yeah. decide on knee. That's all, that's all it says. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I'm, like, maintain that vision. Like, you know, like, there's still hope. Yeah, That's definitely. how I kind of, like, get through it. I love that. Yeah. Um, do you want to just talk a little bit about your family and their role in all of this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't, I don't think I could have gotten through any of this or be at Harvard in general, like, without my family. Like, obviously, <laughs> I've worked hard um, and, like, stayed committed, like, stayed persistent, but... Like, just everything. Like, I honestly, I was on the phone with my mom today. I'm like, Mom, I need, like, an MRI. Like, I need I need my MRI imaging and, like, my reports by Monday. Like, I have a last-minute appointment. She's like, yep, got it. Uh-huh. Like, just, like, things like that where it's, like, when you're in times of, like, struggle and you have, like, my parent, my parents are together. Like, my family's very close. Mm-hmm. My extended family's very involved in my life. You just, like, have this like deep sense of like gratitude Mm -hmm. like for like I appreciate like my family so much like my my immediate family um like my sister especially like has been like my best friend like through all of this Mm because like she knows what it's like she's she's been with me like when I tore my first one like and my second one she was at the clinic crying with me (laughs) um so it's like like, when you go through a struggle, and even, like, when my family members go through a struggle, 
it's like when you're always when you have always have someone to like rely on it's like you just especially when you're like struggling like very much so like going like that first month after surgery and like they just check in with you always and like my mom's like bringing me meals up like my dad's like rubbing my feet like just like you know stuff like that it's like you're just so thankful yeah um and I think that extends to like my basketball family too yeah like just immediately like I would start getting like things in the mail like texts from you like texts from like everyone just like checking in on me and it's like I had my immediate family my extended family and I had like 18 sisters like by my side like just through all of this and so I just like feel like obviously it's not ideal like the situation Mm -hmm. like my past through college but like I just feel this deep like I wake up every day this sounds like so cheesy but like gratitude like wakes me up every day yeah like just like like I can wake up every day I can get out of bed like when I was at school two years ago I couldn't get out of bed you know just like (laughs) just things like that um just like make me so like grateful so yeah yeah what happens like do you ever kind of like not feel grateful like it's like too much or like I can't do this anymore Mm -hmm. like how do you kind of get back to that state of gratitude yeah I think when I start to feel ungrateful is when I kind of get in my own head like when I'm watching practice I'm like Uh. this sucks like, like yeah. I obviously I don't say that, like, yeah. out loud or verbally. Like, I still cheer you guys on, but I'm like, this sucks. Like, why me? Yeah. You know? And um, you kind of have to, like, start thinking, like, okay, like, why not me? Like, I can get, like, I'm, like, I can get through this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so strong. And that kind of, like, pulls me through it. And on, honestly, like, already doing the first ACL, I'm like, I've been through this. Mm-hmm. I've gotten through it. And yeah. so, like, I'm going to get through this one. So that's kind of how I bring it on around. (laughs) Game day. Yeah. Game day every day. When I start spiraling, I'm like, yeah, you can do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I I feel that, though. Like, anytime I'm in my own head for too long, it's not a good thing. Oh, no. Like, it's like kind of got to refocus, you know, write write notes down in the locker, be like, you got this. Yes. Like, literally hype yourself up. Yeah, it's like... It's, like, yes, you have a support system, but no one's going to bring you through it but you. No, So yeah. it's, like, it's a grind, but. Yeah. Are there any podcasts or shows or books or people who have, like, kind of helped you along this journey, like, outside of your family? Mm-hmm. Books? Like, when I was, like, post-surgery, I would read a lot of Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and I think, like, also another thing that I was really into, especially post-surgery when you're, like, on crutches, like, on the pain meds and, like, all that, Mm -hmm. the hard part, like, the very hard part, is I would wake up and I would write, like, three things I'm grateful for, like, three things I'm looking forward to today. And Mm -hmm. then when I would go to bed, I would write down, like, three, like, great things about the day and, like, one thing that could have gone better mm-hmm. so I think that kind of like just like reset me every day yeah but it was hard like I won't I won't lie like there was times when I was just like hysterically crying for like an hour and I'm like I can't get out of this yeah she helped me a lot like to just going to therapy and up for my first knee I went to therapy too and like I'm such a strong like advocate for therapy I'm like whenever someone mm-hmm. has a big injury I'm like go talk to someone because, like, you get in your own head easily. Yeah. 
and you need kind of like an outside source to like pull you out of that yeah did I remember you telling me something about how she like taught you how to meditate and how you like you never thought you would or something uh, yeah. like that I was always like when I was like oh yeah like people say <laughs> meditation I'm like yeah meditation like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like just like yeah. but yeah, and I think I definitely can meditate more. Like, I don't do it a yeah, lot. everyone can. But, like, when she would take me through it, I was like, wow, like, this is this is legit. Like, I could actually do this. Uh-huh. But it's hard, like, to kind of, like, slow down your day. Like, especially at Harvard, like, the pace, like, is so fast. It's oh like, my what's my next thing? It's and if ridiculous. you don't do that, it's like, I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> so it's kind of like hard the- to, like, slow down, yeah. like, the pace of life and just kind of be but yeah I need to need to get better at that (laughs) no it's so difficult Mm -hmm. to meditate here or just even like you said slow down and like we had like a great breakfast and sometimes I think it's good like yes I had I had things to do that day and like they will get done but sometimes it's like you just need to slow down and like just like have like genuine like right time with people um so yeah that's good it's good but the you always like Everything you do, like, you're considering, like, the trade-off of, like, oh, what you could oh, be doing. Yeah. <laughs> Opportunity Literally. costs. So much economics. So much yeah. economics. Um, yeah. Okay, so this is kind of, like, these are kind of broad questions, but I'm so interested. Um, so there's, like, three of them that I have for you. Oh, gosh. Um, in general or, like, specific to you, how do you maintain vision through adversity? Okay, I think that when you think of, like, when, thing are, when things are happening to you and, like, it's a big struggle, you often, like, like at first, you're like, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. Like, I like just simply, like, why? Like, and I, sometimes I get caught up that, in that now, like, even after everything. I'm like, why me? Like, I was like, I wonder what it's like to be an athlete, like, now, just, like, playing and never having an injury. Yeah. I'm like, why can't that be me? Yeah. And so I kind of, like, get caught up in that and, like, kind of how I maintain vision is, like, just thinking of me before I tore my first ACL and me now. And, like, I don't think I would be the same person. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think that I've learned so much through adversity that it's, like, completely changed my life and, like, how I look at life. Like, how I was saying, like, gratitude mm. um, and just, like, enjoying, like, genuine, like, time with people. Yeah. Um, because, like, when things are taken from you, like basketball, say, when you get injured, it's, like, it feels like your whole, like, world is like, taken from you. Yeah. When it's really not, like, I, like, so when I go through this adversity with injury, especially this time around, I'm like, okay, I'm so much more than a basketball player. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a student. Yeah. I'm a good friend. Yeah. Like I'm like a I'm like a big cousin. I'm a coach to like sixth and seventh grade girls that I coached this past summer. Yeah. So just like staying involved with like other things besides basketball has kind of like got me through that adversity. And like not thinking like why me? Um, and more like like I not that I was like chosen to like have struggle <laughs> but like but really, yeah. I was like I like I'm not chosen for this obviously but there's like a reason for this mm-hmm. like I think like 2018 Gracie versus like 2021 yeah almost 22 Gracie 
um, is, like, a completely different person. And obviously people change, like, regardless. But, like, I think I've, like, just, like, completely changed my outlook on life. So I think that's how I kind of get through. It's, like, just, like, learning along the way and, like, looking back and, like, seeing how far I've come. So many athletes get caught up in just, like, I'm a basketball player, blah, blah, blah. And, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, no. Like, you're so yeah. much more than an athlete. And I think that's what Kit, that and when I'm surrounded by people at Harvard who, like, realize that, like, athletics is obviously a priority in yeah. their life. But, like, some of them are, like, top, like, science concentrators <laughs> and just, like, <laughs> they're, like, musicians and, yeah. like, all that. I'm, like, okay, like, yeah, we're Pop not off. all. <laughs> Pop off. <laughs> we're not all, like. Like, our lives aren't just sports. Like, there's so there's so many more important things than just yeah. sports. Yeah, I love that. Okay, um, are you ready for the quick vision questions? Oh, gosh, okay. maybe. <laughs> so five questions, and you have to answer in one sentence or one word. What is your favorite sports team? Miami Dolphins. Okay, but... Fins up. <laughs> um, what's your favorite book? Darren Greatly, Brene Brown. Nice. Has to be. <laughs> um, what does success look like to you? What about think, like success in work with work and school? Like, what does that look like for you? Okay, success with work and school is kind of like how I. This is gonna be more than one sentence, but kind of like how I had this midterm this week, and I was talking about it. And I was like, I think I feel like I studied as hard as I could. And like, even if you like do well or fail, like if you put your all into something, I think that's like whether you succeed or fail, like you have like little successes along mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, and what's the biggest lesson you learned from injury and throughout injury recovery? Hmm. Biggest lesson. I think the biggest lesson is, like, I realized, like, I'm so much stronger than I thought I was. Mm-hmm. And question number five, last question. If you had one piece of advice for someone who is searching um, and, like, scratching and scraping to find their inner visionary. <laughs> inner um, visionary. What would that be? Hello, visionaries. <laughs> what would that be? Um, I think you just kind of have to look within and, like, if you don't know like your like your why every day like then you just kind of like become out of touch with what you're doing so I think you need to like put a crystal clear why in like every day and like everything not everything you do but like most things you do Mm -hmm. will be like enjoyable and like you'll want to do them and like I've always thought of I say it like all the time um (laughs) Like, when they're in the locker room and someone's like, oh, I have to go to class today. I'm like, no, you get to go to class yeah. today. Gotcha. Like, how many kids mm-hmm. are 20 years old going to Harvard mm-hmm. are like, play Harvard athletics and, like, get to go to a class with, like, very great, like, well-known professors, mm-hmm. like, famous professors every day. Yeah. I'm like, no, you get to go to class today. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to class. Yeah. Okay, Gracie, thank you so so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. And this is the Visionary Podcast. Um, Remember, if you can see it, you can be it. It all starts with you, and we'll see you next week. Mm